With alcohol, we're all ballerinas. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Megan One. And I'm Megan Two. Friends who found each other at the Gilmore Girls reunion and formed the 6AM crowd. We'll be talking about bunheads while drinking our faces off. You're listening to Stumbling Ballerinas. So, thanks everybody for joining us again. Um, it's a bittersweet night, guys. Tonight oh. we are talking about the final episode, episode 18, next. Oh. Only took us three years to get here. <laughs> we made it. We made it. Made it. <laughs> little by little. <laughs> we may have had like full half years in between episodes, but. I think it's actually been like six months since we last time we recorded, so it's fine. Yeah, it was September. Yeah. That's cool. In Whatever. our defense, we had something planned in October, and then we something came up and we couldn't do it. And then, yeah. you know, you, you get into Thanksgiving and Christmas. and Yeah. And also, if we think about it, it was it, we only had 18 episodes anyway, so we might as well just, you know, I mean, spread them it's, out. It still yeah. makes me very sad to know that it's ending tonight, so... I know. True. Which means we're not sick of the show after three years of uh, occasionally talking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, so tonight, episode 18 next. Um, but um, since we last spoke in September, a lot of stuff has happened in the ASP um, space, especially in regards to the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So, uh, as most of you know, if you keep in touch with this kind of stuff, um, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel won two Golden Globes, one for Rachel Brosnahan for Actress in a Musical or Comedy, and one for Best TV Series Comedy. Um, well-deserved. I don't know what else to say about it. I love that show. It's so good. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, they also won three SAG Awards. They won for Ensemble in a Comedy Series. Uh, Tony Shalhoub won for Best Male Actor in a Comedy Series. And Rachel Brosnahan won for Best Female Actor in a Comedy Series. And that's when uh, Tony Shalhoub was sporting his new beard and felt mm. look. He looks damn yeah. good. Yeah, he looked totally attractive. It was very confusing. Yeah. It was like Steve Carell now. We had that yeah. same Steve Carell moment where, what the hell did this happen? But I like it. And I yeah. also feel kind of weird about it. Yeah. I've also, I've, I've always thought Tony Shalhoub was a good looking dude, but like he, it went from like cute dad. Like if you're, if it was your dad's friend, you just kind of like, oh, I love him too. When the hell did that happen? Amy Sherman Palladino has done weird things for me with Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> I didn't like him, and now I do, and it's weird. But good, yeah. good for him. Yeah, I used to get really mad when he won all the acting awards. And, and now that, I'm rooting for him to win, and it's odd. That is very weird, yeah. So, yeah, so they are clearly, they've been cleaning up this award season, clearly, so... Good for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. We love it. I still have not started season two. I've like been holding on to it as like a treat or something for myself. I almost don't want to start it. Um, but they're either in the middle of season. I think they're filming season three now, or they are just about to start. So I should probably get on it. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> yeah, they're I, filming yet, but I know probably they're probably writing. 
Yeah, it's going to be close. I know I saw that they're going to be in, I think, Miami in some part of season three. So at least they have a good idea of where the the story is going to take them. But I think I have to break down and just really focus on it because, yeah, like I said, I've been holding on to it like a really good piece of candy. But I really want to see mean, it. Technically, you've probably got until next November before. Yeah, true. True. So, seems to be when it drops. But I want to see it a couple times. So, um, and then the other thing, not Marvelous Mrs. Maisel related, but filming for season six of Younger has recently begun. So we'll be seeing a new season of that soon with Sutton. On Paramount, Uh, not on TV land. Oh, I don't think I even knew that. Interesting. Um, Yeah, so we're getting more seasons of Younger, which is good. And an interesting thing, a little piece of news that came out over the last couple of weeks is that uh, it was rumored that New Regency has recently come aboard to finance the long-awaited film adaptation of Gypsy. And we know Barbara Streisand at one point was supposed to be involved in it, and things keep falling through. Um, and at this point, with the New Regency um production company financing it, it looks like there are rumors that ASP will be directing it. Um, there's a lot of, you know, people feel some ways about it. Some people are super excited. A lot of, like, Broadway purists are not quite sure about it. But there are also rumors that it's going to star Melissa McCarthy as Mama Rose, which would be really interesting. That would be fun. So... I want to see it, but then again, I don't have like I don't I don't have any strong connections to Gypsy, so I'm just kind of like, oh, cool, we get. I love I mean, you know. I like the first one. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I'm like, I've never I, seen it either, or really listened to the soundtrack. Never, so. I mean, it gets referenced in every ASP. Show. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, plus it's it's Roz Russell and uh, Natalie Wood. I do like them. You should watch it. It's yeah. awesome. Great. So, <laughs> so yeah, so, I mean, I'm interested, like I said, I'm, I'm the actually, my friend is a huge Broadway fan. She's very um, dedicated to all thing Broadway news, and she's really heavily involved in the Broadway message boards. And she was actually surprised when this news came out that that morning she went on the Broadway message boards, and she didn't see a lot of backlash for ASP being the director. Um, they were actually just more focused on who would play Mama Rose, so... We'll see. I'm interested, and maybe we'll take to our social media when we hear more about this. Yeah, I'm guessing Broadway doesn't really know Amy Sherman Palladino all that well. Although she, well, was, she, she did Violet. Yeah, she did Violet. Yeah, so I guess we'll I guess we'll find mm-hmm. out. Um, and then Rachel Brosnahan hosted the January 19th episode of Saturday Night Live. Um, I didn't see the entire show. I usually tend to with SNL. I don't watch the show. I watch the more popular clips the next day on YouTube. But there were some good ones. It was a good episode. Yeah, I remember watching it and liking it. I don't remember specifics. No, but um, since now they are, uh, I don't know if they do all of the episodes, but that was one where they did it live on both coasts. So oh, okay. we were both like, okay, we'll we'll watch the beginning and then probably turn it off because it gets annoying quickly sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. I think we both watched the whole we thing. Watched the whole thing. Yeah, we're like, we'll give it one more. Oh, 
okay. <laughs> and then it was over. Well, that's a really good sign. So yeah. if you haven't yet seen it, uh, check it out. You can look at to probably, I'm assuming, NBC's website or YouTube and check out at least some of the clips of her. The ones I did see were great. Um, I had people who were mentioning to me who aren't ASP fans, but uh, like, you know, they, they love the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because I find that, you know, you used to think that all things ASP came with the Gilmore Girls fan base mm-hmm. and now i'm finding that with the marvelous mrs mazel it's enti- an entirely new fan base like yes of course you have the gilmore girls fans who have always loved asp but people who are kind of just discovering her for the first time and uh, a lot of those people were really surprised when i was talking about them about saturday night live they were like she didn't even look like herself on saturday night live because she and they were actually astounded at the kind of actress she is because she was able to so kind of completely look not look like what you've come to expect her to look what? like because she's what? not stuck in the 50s? Yeah, what well, do they think she looks like? No, it was, I guess, all of the all of the different clips or all of the different um, bits of her. She mm. looked different in all of them. She, like, you well, could barely yeah. tell it was her. Not um, like... She's, she's an actress. <laughs> and she's, um, on that, she's playing a bunch of different characters. What is so this acting you speak? Generally, generally what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, so watch it. Felt like um, she was Christian Bale completely transforming into Dick Cheney. That she yeah. just had like different hairstyles. And they were called wigs. <laughs> uh, another yeah. thing that's happened recently is Emma DeMont is uh, starring in a film called What Lies Ahead. She's actually co-starring with Rumor Willis. It's actually now available in limited theaters in NYC and LA. And it will be available on DVD and on demand on March 5th. So very soon um, she seems so. to be the bunhead that has um really made a name for herself or at least has a bit yeah. of a career and if you were going to look at all of them i'm not sure you would expect her to be the one yeah. that really yeah yeah well, it's kind of like Rami Malek being the Gilmore Girls past person that ended up with an Oscar. We put it, probably put it, put that in our notes. Too, we probably yeah. should have as well. Yes, uh, as most of you know, because it just happened recently. Rami Malek won um, Oscar for Best Actor for um, Bohemian Rhapsody, and if you are a big Gilmore Girls fans like we are, and we assume you are, if you're listening to this, you best know him as the one in the episode with Lane constantly wanting to talk about Assistant Pastor Eric. Which whom we have come to just call Assistant Pastor Eric. That's his character's name. I don't care what his actual character's name is on IMDb. He's, he's Assistant Pastor Eric. I think he's Andy. It Andy. is Andy. Yeah. He looks like an Andy. Um, so, so weird, yeah. Though. Like, Assistant Pastor Eric and Suki St. James were both just nominated for Oscars last weekend. Mm-hmm. I know. So weird. And I mean... Melissa McCarthy, like when we were just coming off of Gilmore Girls, it's I don't think you would have put your money on her becoming the, you know, someone who's been nominated for a couple of Oscars. Mm. Um, but now we come to kind of expect it from her, but he was definitely the dark horse, Rami Malek. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure when Megan was watching Assistant Pastor Eric, she didn't think he would be the one being the front man for Queen. <laughs> uh, I, I did not, know. <laughs> it's weird. How did you not get that? Um, and another piece of news, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino, again, continuing on with the fact that Amy Sherman Palladino is killing it in award season. She was recently presented the PGA Norman Lear Achievement Award in television on January 19th. It was actually presented to her by Lauren Graham. Yay. 
And there was a lot of news that went drink. There was a lot of news that went around hmm. at that time that uh, Amy Sherman Palladino had noted that her entire life changed the moment she met Lauren Graham because as soon as she met her, she knew she would be Lorelai Gilmore. And of course, that's kind of when everything took off. So that was a big piece of news around that time. And uh, the PGA presidents, just because I think this is interesting, PGA presidents Gail Berman and Lucy Fisher said of ASP, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino knows everything you want a TV producer to be. She's smart. She's tenacious. She knows the story she wants to tell and how to put together the right team to tell it. Her characters and stories may span different eras, but her sensibility is unique and unmistakable. Watch any episode from one of her series for just five minutes, and you'll instantly understand why she's built such a wide and passionate following. No shit. Amen. That is right. So, yay, ASP. I'm glad she's getting her due, which we've talked about that before, but I like seeing it. Finally. I know. Great. I mean, it'll never not be, like, when she goes up to accept an award, it'll never not be exciting to me. Agreed. (sighs) Um, And uh, to end on a sad note in our news section... Uh, we're sad to announce that Lee Leonard, longtime husband of Kelly Bishop, died at the age of 89 on December 19th. Um, he was renowned in his own right. He was a sports show host. He actually introduced the world to ESPN on the day of its debut in 1979. So uh, we here at Stumbling Ballerinas give our best wishes to Kelly. We'll drink to Kelly. Bummer. Yeah. Drink. Drink one. Pour a little out for Lee Leonard. Hmm. I think that's actually the reason why she was um, in so few episodes of Bunheads because she was flying back and forth from L.A. and New Jersey because I think he was sick at the time. Yeah, I'd heard that as well. It sounds like he'd been sick for a while. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Way to bring it down. I brought down the party real quick. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I'm awesome. All right. So the rules. We are watching all 18 episodes of Amy Sherman Palladino's Bunheads, and we take a drink every time there is a reference to Gilmore Girls or something that seems to be an ASP signature. Uh, We encourage everyone to play along with us with their own drink of choice. We'll be saying three, two, one, play. When we say play, hit play on your paid streaming service of choice. It can be Amazon, iTunes, whatever. And when we hit play, Get ready to drink. Uh, if you notice a reference that we missed, please don't hesitate to let us know, and we'll take two penalty drinks for each reference missed in the following episode. We don't have a following episode. We don't have a following episode. <laughs> I just realized that. We also and, don't have any penalty drinks. Yeah. From the last episode. So uh, we don't I mean, care if about... We did, we forgot them. In our own... You know what? If we miss any tonight and we realize it in our own time, by ourselves individually, we'll take penalty drinks. If you believe us, you know, it's like the honest system. If anyone was to send us a penalty drink after 18 episodes of not sending us a penalty drink, or 17 episodes of not sending us a penalty drink, I would, like, say we have to record just a special episode just for that. Just to take the penalty drink. Yeah. Just to listen into a sipping. Yeah. Yep. (sighs) Anyway. Well, on that note, since we know there's no penalty drinks tonight, uh, what's everyone drinking? Elizabeth. Okay. I am drinking my tried and true workhorse drink, Relax Riesling. It's my go-to. So I'm drinking it out of this great wine sippy cup my sister gave me for Christmas, which is awesome. It's got a sippy cup top and everything, so I don't spill. Nice. Nice. Megan won. 
I am drinking lemon tea with a shot of Fireball because I'm sick. And I'm drinking it out of my Dragonfly Inn mug from the WB store. As one should. I am now a responsible adult. And I'm drinking water. So, it's vitamin (laughs) water, though. And it's flavored orange, in case anyone cares. We were talking earlier today about the change in our drinking habits in three years, and it is so true. So, again, I maintain, if I wasn't sick, yes. I would have had a normal drink. But even if you look back to three years ago, we probably well, would have, like, we, we've been mellowing out. It used to like be like we would start with like a shot of Fireball and yep. then drink throughout the entire episode. Some people drinking multiple drinks throughout an episode. Yep. So like now yeah, it's like, we did that the once when it was with the shipping room and it was not pleasant. We were so drunk. <laughs> I was very hungover the next day Me and I was too. starting a new job. Oh, oh that was, yeah. That was a bad oh, idea. Yeah, that one, I was really drunk at that episode. And then there was one other episode. I re- It recently came up in my memories on Facebook. And I remember standing up after the episode and actually having to hold on to the walls. <laughs> and it wasn't the shipping room episode. Yeah. There was um, one I remember specifically because I think I was the only drunk one in that episode. So it was really obvious. <laughs> I, remember, yeah, I remember a couple episodes where like, it would be like, ooh, they're talking about a hot dog. Let's take a drink. And oh, yeah. That was er- early on. That was early on. But Yeah. We've come a long way, baby. Yeah. But yeah, I remember always we'd make a big deal about what are we drinking tonight? Now it's kind of like whatever I have in my house. I have wine. That's cool. We've yeah, all kind of mellowed. I used to make drinks like special yep. for it. That was Me when I used to play Russian roulette and see if I want to be sick the next day. I don't anymore, in case you're wondering. You grew up. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Oh, memories. <clears throat> so, uh, I guess let's get shitty for the last time, at least some of us who are drinking, <laughs> and bring up our paid streaming service of choice. Alrighty. Everybody let us know when you're ready. I'm ready. Ready. I'm ready. Uh, hold on a second. I just want to make sure my volume's down. Because otherwise, okay. All right. Three, two, one, play. ABC Family does not exist anymore. Nope, it doesn't. It doesn't? When did that happen? Well, it's freeform now. It's freeform oh, now. Oh, I forgot it totally changed his name. Okay. It's still ABC Family. Oh, he's so pretty. Oh, we, we didn't talk about how Godot and. Um, What's her name? Oh, are now in the the Roswell. Roswell. Yeah, he's on Roswell now. Cosette, oh, I... that's her name. Huh? Cosette, Godot, oh, and Cosette. Cosette. Yeah, yeah, they're both on. Oh, right they're now. both in it. Mm-hmm. They're the yeah, leads. They're like the leads. Mm, interesting. Although I don't I really know why they're doing that show, but like in general, oh. not those two. Oh, we should have had like three drinks already. Okay. Yeah. So Sutton <laughs> Kelly. I think that's it, but. Hey. Oh, I, I, I guarantee they've referenced Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't think we ever, I mean, we didn't ever find the uh, clown pillow. We didn't. 
<clears throat> the clown pillow from Gilmore Girls is somewhere in Bunheads. Anyway. I knew this was going to happen to this episode. That someone's ahead? No, that we're just all watching. It's a good I episode. Even, I even watched beforehand. So did I. Also, that's not fair, Sutton Foster. Put that away. Yeah. Mm. Scotty's my brother. Me. I thought you left. I did leave, but uh, I needed a place to stay for a few days, and I didn't want to bother you. So you broke into my house like Robert Downey Jr.? Robert Downey Jr. She actually talks about, um, they talk about somebody being in the bed, being Robert Downey Jr. in one of the episodes of Gilmore Girls. Can you remember? Yes. Yeah. My house is not a hospital. It is where Does he have a tattoo that says dream on his arm? Uh, yep, he does. You're that far behind? <laughs> well, now I'm ahead of someone. Maybe I don't like aquariums. Well, Monterey Jack cheese. Maybe cheese and aquariums. So why won't we go back to Monterey? I don't see any pants. That's my tree of pants. Pretty sure. Retrace your steps. You started this whole square. How classy. His hair is so short here. I don't like it. I like it a little bit longer. It's good. Oh, yeah. Do we. Drink for Amy Sherman Palladino. Well, now we do. No, okay, no, not. I don't want to skip the intro. How rude of you to suggest so, such it's a, a thing. beautiful intro. Drink for uh, Sasha and Ginny. Yep. Stacy Orstano? Well, you can drink uh, when we see her. I think yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sutton always looking so perfect in the most casual thing. It's annoying. Yeah. Alright, I'm already <laughs> refilling my wine. Well, it's going to be that kind of episode, is it? I'm going out with the bang, guys. <laughs> I also like Daniel that we Paladino. learned to do this. Daniel on a, Paladino, what'd you say? I like that we learned to do this on a weekend. Yeah, it took a while. Oh, I, you all. I had a few hungover workday mornings. Mm. And for we were dummies for a while there, not even doing it on a weeknight, but then like trying out on a Sunday, which Monday's already bad enough. Yeah. Why would we yeah. do that for ourselves? There's truly. There she is. Drink for truly, drink for Stacey Oristano. Yeah, I should have been drinking water all the time. I would have finally gotten my water in. You should <laughs> like a normal person. I love water. I don't hate water as much as I used to. I'm getting better about it. Me too. 
So is Stacey Oristano not acting at all anymore? No, she's actually recently on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I think she just moved back to Texas. She's, like, doing both. She's living in Texas, being, like, political, but also still acting. Yeah, she was huge on uh, Beto's campaign. I wasn't sure if she was on Grey's recently or if she was just posting a thing because they had their big episode. No, I think they had her come on again. I saw something, an article, something. I'm not caught up on Grey's, but... um, her, I her, have not her, watched it in her character has years. reoccurred. I watch up to a, I, I pretty much watch up to McDreamy's death. I, I, I see all those episodes from the beginning of there, probably like fifty times, and then sometimes I'll like finally work my. Even though I didn't give a shit about him, it's still hard to watch. So then I work my way through that, and then. I'll catch up to where they are at the time, but I'm always behind. And then I'll start from the very beginning and then catch up to where they are again. I like Grace. I watched up through Mark and Callie having a child. Oh my God, you're like, way behind. I'm not behind. I'm not watching. You just don't. Anymore. I know. I know what you meant. Since we last watched, uh, Megan and I have visited this ranch area thing. Yes, we have. It was very nice. Mm -hmm. We went to Oktoberfest. Oh, Roman. Didn't we find out he's someone's son? Uh, I don't know. I know what's his name. Um, the brother is someone's son. The brother? Uh, yeah, um, Melanie's brother from the early episodes. Uh, is the son of uh, the woman from Desperate Housewives who also hit on Luke after the mother-daughter oh, right, right, show. Right, yeah. I think that's what I was thinking of. Do teenage boys still wear black eyeliner and black nail polish? Like, is that still a thing? I hope not. Or a lock on a chain around their neck? Yeah. Oh, man, I totally missed that. (laughs) It's a look. When I was like 15 or 16, though, I would have enjoyed that look on a guy. Yeah, me too. See, I still wouldn't have. I was definitely always more like preppy jocks were my jam. I still like some guy liner. I do not like it anymore. My niece has recently uh, gotten really into Panic at the Disco, which I find funny. <laughs> what year are we it's in like, again? Oh, I know. I they're like, know. The Apparently it's 2005. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're big again. I get it, but it does feel are weird. They, are they big again? Yeah. yeah, they are. Boy, which is, does feel weird. I think it's all true. I think 
Hot dog on a stick. Uh, they eat that. It's seen at the mall. mall. Sure, they do. <laughs> at the Burbank Mall, it's not what it looks like anymore. It's true. I'm either ahead or behind. I have no idea at this point. <laughs> okay, I'm actually just right behind. I'm okay. I think it's adorable that Carl drew her a graphic novel. I think it's great, yeah. It is. Sasha actually really annoys me in this episode. Yes. She was never my favorite character. Because I never know what they wanted her to be. Yeah, but I guess it was just a confused teen. Carl doesn't have a kid, but he does. He is making bank on those uh, TurboTax commercials. It's true. Oh, I'm, so I'm so happy for him. He's got a cat app. He does. Calculator for cats. Mm-hmm. Just what? Just what the world needs. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, I was gonna say we. She. Definitely. I don't know what they're watching though. Oh, it's the, it's called Bell Book and Candle from 1958. Hmm. I'm on Amazon, so it tells me. Oh. Oh yeah. So am I. Handy little. <laughs> it is very cool. I actually looked it up beforehand while I was watching it earlier today, and then I was like, "Oh, look there! It told me." Instead, I'm like, I'm typing words that they're saying plus Jimmy Stewart into Google. <laughs> found it, but it was much easier when Amazon just told me. I also don't like that I'm jealous of a 16-year-old apartment. <laughs> yeah. She's got it really well put together. <laughs> I don't know. I've reached the point where like, I'll go to people's apartments and they're really nice. And very adult looking. And it used to bother me. And now I'm like, you know what? I like my giant 6,000 piece Lego Hogwarts. And my nerdy artwork. I don't need to be adult in my decorations. Agreed. Sasha's the worst. She is. Don't peer pressure your friends. No. If you, like seriously, Sasha, if, if you want to have sex with uh, Roman, just have sex with Roman. You don't need Boo to also have sex with yeah. her boyfriend. That's the thing; she doesn't want to have sex with Roman, but she's going to convince well, herself that she does because, well, I'm 17 and this is what we do now. <laughs> like she says later <laughs> in the episode, they are she overthinks things like crazy. Yep. I really like knowing the outcome of this episode. I really love how like cool uh, Ginny plays it throughout the whole episode. Yeah, I had that same thought earlier today. 
This is a very marvelous Mrs. Maisel song. Yes. Okay, you would not have caught me looking up the stuff like that in public (laughs) ever when I was a teenager. Not even now as an adult. (laughs) Oh, Judy Bloom. Well, Judy Bloom's definitely a reference, and so is The Hobbit. Yes, oh, and I love oh, that Drew puts down Judy Bloom to read the Hobbit. Read the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cosette has tweeted us a couple of times. Has really? She? Yeah, I think we congratulated her on being on Roswell, and she responded. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen that many condom choices in a... Uh, yeah. I feel like every <laughs> TV like show that. makes it like this, though. Yeah. Well, you know what? My favorite part about, like, a farm, like a Walgreens or something, is the aisle where it's... On one side, it's always, like, diapers and baby stuff, and on the other side, it's always <laughs> pads, tampons, pregnancy tests, and condoms. Like, if I things don't go well... Go yeah, to the other no side. Matter what, you're gonna need something in there. But also drink for lies a while. I was just gonna yes. say that. <laughs> also true. <laughs> I wonder if it's weird for or was weird for Kelly Bishop to like see Liza Wilde when she was playing a 16-year-old girl on Gilmore Girls to like what she'd become now. Hmm. They didn't I mean they didn't interact all that much, so maybe not, but but maybe if it was somebody like Alexis Bledel, that might be tough to then deal with work with her as a an adult yeah. in an entirely different thing i again we were talking about her with these like casual looks she's wearing a hoodie and she looks amazing mm-hmm. yep. she's not normal no she's not well as we can tell uh later on when she's at the audition and she's wearing that leotard i'm like and you're not expecting that body because she looks like a normal person but she all of her clothes she wears totally great but then she ends up wearing a leotard and you're like where the hell did that come from yeah, she kind of, like it seems like she should be like a tall, awkward person. But yeah, she's not at all. She's but just, clearly, yeah, because no, she's tall such an amazing graceful. dancer. When she puts her leg up on the bar, it's like yeah. I've never done anything that gracefully in my entire life. And also, she's like no. complaining about her kicks here. I'm like, but what's wrong with them? Yeah, That's I great. know. I'd be like, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on a Sunday, is that 
<laughs> I mean, kudos to Sasha for being open to talking about it with someone. She wants to be prepared. I get yeah. it. That's awesome. And maybe Ginny would have been better off later if she'd been a little more prepared. Yep. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> Thing with the day numbers. Because, <laughs> of course, the 17-year-old has a day planner. <laughs> of course. I just love how throughout this episode, Hunter Foster is just doing a bunch of random chores. Yeah. They didn't know, right? We know they definitely didn't know at this episode that they were being canceled. Do you think they had any inkling? I'm sure they, they had a back? feeling that they weren't coming back, but they wouldn't have known. Yeah, because it didn't they do had well. To know that they were on the bubble. Well, yeah. because I remember when we were still waiting to see if it was coming back. Like they didn't. It. it they didn't cancel it for a while. They just kind of like left us on the hook. Yeah, yeah, it took forever, and it took a long time for the second half to come back, and mm-hmm. it just it never was doing well. That's the thing that's tough about some of these shows. Like, I can't imagine how it would mess you up not to be able to get the closure that some shows don't ever get. Like, I would need it. I need to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so weird, yeah, because this show, and I think, I feel like this episode, at least for me, specifically this episode, ends really abruptly, which makes it even weirder knowing it's the very, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think even without knowing. Season finale. Not a yeah. good series finale. Yeah. Yeah. But I also kind of feel like they they just kind of throw that last dance in, which is one of the best dances. Yeah. So like, I feel like they're like, we should just put a dance in just in case. Yeah. Which is why it's weird that Boo isn't in the dance. I know. Boo, where were you? <laughs> also she really doesn't recognize four teenagers just standing in the driveway <laughs> or hear them same thought. <laughs> yeah like you can t- definitely hear them talking from where she is <laughs> I and know, like, as, she's as someone still Yes, as someone who used to have a car where I would regularly take the top down, you don't want to drive all the way to your audition in L.A. with the same. top Same. Your hair is going to be a mess. Thought I thought the exact same thing. Although she gets there and hair looks perfect it's because true. it's we Sutton Foster there. and because she didn't actually drive in that car to the audition. No. Oh, this is where we, we park when we go to. This is where we park when we go to the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's just down the street and a lot cheaper and not uh, stacked parking like the yeah. Hollywood Bowl is. But now, every time I drive by this church, because I drive by it a lot, I always think of this episode. Same. 
I don't drive by it as much anymore, but I used to. I've never driven by it. Driven by it. <laughs> well, because come visit. We can you by it. Okay, sounds good. We can do a tour of Bunheads and Gilmore Girls locations. I love this this particular moment because my first thought was always, why don't you walk around them? It's so rude that you're yeah. walking through them. But then I'm like, I know they're trying to get this cool shot. Okay. But so my first, her, do you see that? Sorry to interrupt. Do you see yeah. that stoplight? Like not the one yeah. right there, but the one that was behind that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's uh, Hollywood and Highland where the Oscars are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Interesting. <laughs> it wasn't that interesting. I was basically <laughs> like, I, my first instinct is always, why are you walking through them? Walk around them. And then I realized that they're doing this on purpose. So they get a cool looking shot. And this is why I apparently couldn't be a director. Yes. Yeah. It is a really fun shot. Go to church. Oh, my grandmother's in the middle of the road. Maybe we're in the wrong place. I can't imagine Michelle being. Wow, so close. Wait, are we supposed to be hiding? I'm on the agenda. Did you want to say hi? Why? Did we come to say hi? No. What are you doing? Oh, boo. Good instead of being home. Hollywood United Methodist Church. Which is what it actually is. Oh, cool. Yep. Also, they they always have up really cool signs about how being inclusive and Aww, welcoming people of all. Uh, what's her name from NCIS? Goes there. Uh, what's her name? Polly. Oh, there are a bunch of references that we're totally missing, but let's just take a bunch of drinks. Whatever. Betty Davis, Ronald Reagan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a horrible movie. I mean, it's it's a good movie, but horribly depressing. <laughs> so does Sasha not have any plans to be a professional dancer? If she's calling an open call a freak show. She's never really seen... Hey, there's a word for identity thief drink for Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay. Because she seems to go back and forth on liking dance and hating dance. Yeah. Yeah. It does... This does seem like my worst nightmare. To walk into a room of, like, perfect people... Trying to out-perfect them. Yeah, and then having someone just be like, here, this is what you do. And then you have to remember it. Oh, God. I I, I was watching this earlier. There'd be no way. I mean, I get if this is what you do for a living, you're probably better at it than I am. But I would be screwed. How do you get your leg that high? Oh, my God. Yep. Look at her! Oh my it's god! It's just laughable that she's supposed to be in there thinking that like she's not as pretty or as good as these people. And the you know, the best part is, you know, all the people surrounding her right yeah. now, like all the actors surrounding her now, like that's Sutton Foster. Yeah. Holy shit, we're in the presence of Sutton Foster. 
legend. Also, this scene makes me think of uh, ATX because I think they showed it, and it's like we were watching Sutton Foster watch Sutton Foster, and it was oh, that's the right. weirdest yeah. moment ever. <laughs> this that's is how also this started. How hard is this to be like? Have somebody reject you just because of how you look? I can oh. do this. Yeah, when I was watching it earlier, I'm like, but like, what is he looking for? Yeah, I don't think you ever know. I mean, and actually, at the end, well, we know that really it doesn't even matter. Well, I know they're not really looking for anything, but yeah. But they're shitting on people's self-esteem for absolutely no reason, which is the part I have a hard time with. But in general, I feel like that's probably what it's like. You're like, but what is he looking for? Well, yeah, because nobody that he's saying no or yes to have a particular look in common. Nope. (laughs) Man, you look good, Sutton. Although this entire episode with her and this leotard, I'm like, wouldn't I would be picking that leotard out of my butt the entire time, and it just stays perfectly yeah. on her. Also, how did the back row line up so perfectly to get that many people? Like, I feel like the oh, first yeah, yeah, yeah. rows that we see, it's it was like, like nobody. one person yeah. left, and then the last row, it's like twenty of you. Go on. Also, I'm pretty sure there's a spray to keep the leotards in place. Probably. Uh, I, Probably you know, I have heard that, like, hairspray and yeah. stuff for pageants and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She has legs for days. It's just... I know. Oh, Boo. Honestly, I love this about Boo, because she's not the one you'd expect to be the one who's like, fuck it, I'm doing this. Yeah. But she also makes so much sense here in a minute. Yeah. Good job, Michelle. Way to be a nice person. Yeah. Also, again, there's no way they didn't realize that four teenagers just joined this whole thing. <laughs> Especially because everybody else is in character shoes and they're in like those puffy duvet covers or whatever the hell they wear. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind that they're also 17 and it's obvious. <laughs> so quick. Where are you going? That's for the dancers. Yeah. You can audition. Why not? Are you crazy? This is my chance. Do what? Get a job in a Broadway <laughs> show? Come by, bye. Come on. No, Boo is right. Just yeah, let Boo be Natalie Portman, not the one that was in that episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> right. Just, I was, I was watching this episode earlier and was looking up when they made the Natalie Portman reference. Be like, oh, I know they made reference to Natalie Portman at some time, and I brought up this like this article from some whack ass that you've never seen, and it was like the ten people you can't believe were in Gilmore Girls, and it was, 
I think it's the episode where the first episode where Richard's in the hospital in season yeah. one. Yeah. And, and it's like the nurse that checks them in and it's a woman that I can be like, okay, I can kind of see she has a Natalie Portman vibe, but do you really think that was fucking Natalie Portman? And they totally label it as Natalie Portman. Also, Natalie Portman would have been like 14. A lot younger. Yeah, yeah. I had that same thought. Because yeah. she would have just done uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, she would have been super young. She would, And this woman was definitely like in her late 20s, early 30s. And also just not Natalie Portman, guys. And do you think Natalie Portman, who's pretty much been famous since she was like nine years old, would be, take a part where she has like three lo- words in the first season of a fledgling show? No, oh, Natalie Portman does get referenced in the revival, though. Yeah, she definitely or does. We should probably take yeah, a reference. listing I, all the actors who changed their names. I was just really mad about that article saying she was in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw Sutton and Seth Ruget, R- R- what's his Rudetsky. last name? Rudetsky. Rudetsky together, but she was sick and couldn't really. She was like she could only half sing. I love him so much. Hathaway. Yep, she's been referenced, right? Mm-hmm. And just like lame is in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, Sutton goes on to play this. She went. She was in Sweet Charity in New York yeah. last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. Yeah. I love Seth Rudolph. They sing this in the. She doesn't sing it, but in the Kennedy Center Honors for Shirley MacLaine. Hmm. Um, I forget who it is. Who that sings this? It's not Sutton, but Sutton's in the the group. I need to use the word stumble bums more often. I always think of those uh, Kathy Lee Carnival cruise ship commercials from back in like the late eighties. Whenever I hear the song, this is a good time to break. Ten minutes, everybody tinkle. I wish I could walk on camera with that much confidence in a leotard. That must be amazing. Yeah. Like, and with a camera from the, the back end. And she's like, that's right. I'm walking. Are you going to smoke? No. I love Seth Rudetsky. He's not a great actor in this episode. He's least. not. He's a terrible actor. He's, he's this, is so, this is just like a cameo for him, and I appreciate it. He, there's, he talks about it somewhere. Maybe he talked about it when I saw them. Where, like, he didn't realize how much work this really was and what Amy Sharon Palladino was really like. Yeah. <laughs> Until he did even this, just this little part. It makes me so mad. I wonder how, like, how common this name. is. Probably common. What does in the mask mean? Does anybody know? 
built a seat in the mask with vibrato. <laughs> I just did the hand motion. <laughs> What's in the mask? Like in the makeup, maybe? I don't know. I'm Googling that shit because now I'm mad. How did I pause my... We should try to... We don't usually park here anymore, but we should try to park in that spot next time. (laughs) I mean, don't they normally just tell us where to park? Yeah. Be like, I'm parking over there because Bunhead. Listen. I need to park in the Bunhead spot. God damn it. I just typed in the mask plus singing and all I'm getting is uh, the mask singer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> results fuck you i'm so mad i'm like yes i know that's a show that's not what i'm asking but i don't know how else to type it <laughs> singing reference damn it uh, i gave up oh i found it hold on Hold on. My computer's being slow. <laughs> Two shots of something blue. Uh... I'm going to read you a whole thing. It's All a, right. It's from the article, 23 musical theater audition terms you must know. Belt versus mix. The term belt and mix mean different things to different people. To me, the best definition is that a belt needs to sound like a call, basically a yell that sounds pleasant to listen to. A mixed quality gets most of its acoustic power through the vocal placement, i.e. singing in the mask. Interesting. All right. I still don't really know what that means, but there yeah. you go. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know what? I'm tweeting Seth Rudetsky tonight. Fuck it. I'm going to ask him. Oh, you should ask him stumbling ballerinas. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Yep. Billy and Truly really do have the same taste in men. They really do. Oh, I've lost I mean, it's not story. wrong because Scotty's cute. I get it, guys. Who's the. this has uh this reminds me of when uh emily and richard brought the pastor in to talk to rory about the ship sailing being all the way to fiji yeah (laughs) 
Well, I, do think, I definitely think uh, sex education is very important, especially in this country, because yes. a lot of people don't know a lot of things. Wouldn't she have needed to get parental permission? permission? Yeah. Also, I'm sorry, guys. Most of these kids, maybe with the exception of Matisse, have already probably done it at this age. They know. And I hope to God not Matisse. Matisse, who's actually doing dancing oh, Sasha, in you Russia don't or whatever. Sign your texts. Oh, she's fine. <laughs> <I did. Yeah. laughs> That's like a mom thing to do. Although I, a part of me thinks Sasha's like really internally sixty years old. I was watching this earlier. I was like, in another life, she just knows that teenagers get pregnant at 16. She's, yes. She's true. concerned. She's having an outer body experience. Yeah, there's something in her that's like, I know this is something I'm really concerned about. I'm not even sure why. <laughs> I'm very upset over this. I don't know why. <laughs> Name your bananas, Idris Elba. Okay, <laughs> done. Let's go. <laughs> oh, Matisse. Oh, this is so sad. This is the scene that makes me the saddest that the show is over. I know. Yeah. Because there's so much potential for more. And also we don't because, know like, how. But, like, the entire season, you kind of get this vibe that it's supposed to be, like, whatever Sasha's, like, the underling to Michelle. But yeah. you have this great bond in this moment, and it's, I don't know, you don't see them together that often. Yeah. And we never get to see how it resolves. That's a bummer. Yeah. They both play it so well. Mm hmm. And you wonder if, I, like, if her performance in this particular scene is why she ended up on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm hmm. But she's so good. Yep. It's so funny now, though. I feel like it was just yesterday that she was in the scene, and, like, she has a kid and stuff now. And I feel like, I mean, it was longer ago than we think of, but I feel like it was, like, I still feel like Bunheads just happened. He probably doesn't know your name. Frankie seems like that type. (laughs) 
Was she just going to dance with it in her boot? I mean, I get that you're being supportive, Michelle, but let's also be realistic. This is so good, though. It is so good. I say take a drink for Saddle Shoot for Rory. And for Sam Phillips. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was focused on the saddle shoes. Sorry, guys. Now I'm wondering if we missed Lala's earlier. We missed a uh, really good Sam Phillips while she was taking off in the Beatle where she kept stopping. There was uh, very... Oh, the, like, the guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we are too distracted by the fact that there's no way she wouldn't have been <laughs> staring at her. Kind of makes me sad that Sam doesn't do the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, maybe she just felt it would have like a different sound to it. And honestly, maybe part of it, like I remember people giving a lot of shit about it sounds just like Gilmore Girls when Bunheads came out. Maybe she's just like, you know what? Let me just show you that I can oh, do something. Uh, Sam Phillips is still the music advisor, though, right? She just doesn't do the music herself. Is she? I think is so. She? I didn't think so, but maybe I'm pretty sure she is the the music supervisor. Hmm. Oh, Bunhead, I miss you. Mm. Oh yeah, Sam Phillips yeah. and Eric Gorfain scoring Amazon's Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, they're married. Oh, okay. There you go. So, yes. <sighs> well. And uh, did you guys want to say what we're going to post on social media after this? The uh, the final, the thank you dance? Oh, yeah. I um, Yeah, I was going to post that after we're, as our, like, hey, we recorded our final episode. Here's the farewell dance. Oh, that oh. dance. I watched that tonight, too, and it made me cry again. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to watch it once we hang up. Same. <sighs> All right. Uh, our rating system is based on the five positions in ballet. Uh, first position is one star, which is the lowest, and so on up to fifth position or five stars. Um, Elizabeth, what would you give it? 17th position. <laughs> Fifth position. I wish I could give it more. For Probably part of it is just sadness that it's over, but I really do love this episode. I think this episode was great. The dance was great at the end, and even though I felt like it ended ab- abruptly, like you said earlier, it was a great season finale. We just didn't realize it was a series finale. 
I want to know what 17th position would look like. <laughs> it's probably weird. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't, actually. I take that back. <laughs> I supposed to get into, like, was, some odd shit. I was yeah. just, it, anyway. Should have kept that one in my head. All right. Megan, too. Were you done, though, Elizabeth? <laughs> I'm done. Yes, fifth position. Uh, I will also give it a fifth position because it's perfect. It's just the there's just a perfect episode, and there's potential for so much more, and it makes me angry because, like, if I don't know if that episode would have fallen like in the like half midway through the season, maybe would have got picked up for more because I don't know. Anyway, it just makes me mad. I want more. Yeah. Yep. Also, fifth position. Also, wish we had more. <laughs> the whole second half of the series is so good. And it just gets stronger with every episode. Yep. Stupid we just, family. Yeah, we just really got screwed on that one. I, I don't think there's any other way to say it. I honestly don't think even if you had the second half of the season f- front-loaded into the first half of the season, it would have saved it. I just don't I, I don't think they ever really committed to it. And What did, what did Amy Sherman Palladino say that they were playing Jacks in the Corner when she went to meetings? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, obviously, that tells us, too, that ABC Family just wasn't the place for her. And honestly, if we had gotten another season, who knows if they would have actually, you know, been able to give it what it should have been and the amount of money. Like, we hear her now talking about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and how great it is that, like, Amazon just writes her a check when she needs it. And she doesn't have to do any of that fighting and, you know, for money and to be able to get what she needs for the show. So maybe it was meant to be. Oh, you want to go to Paris for a random subplot? That probably could have been done anywhere. Sure, we're sure. in Paris. Yep, yep, exactly. And the Catskills in Miami and all over the place. And if we think about it, if she kept on with, if if Bunheads had gone on for a, a couple more seasons, she maybe not, maybe not would not have gotten the ability to do the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and we wouldn't see her getting all the recognition she's getting now. That's because Bunheads was never going to get, was never going to be up for those kind of awards. Even, no matter how much you love it, it just doesn't fall in that category. So, I wonder, had Bunheads been her Amazon project, though, where it could be a little less family-friendly, yeah, know, a little more raw, how it would have done. yeah. Uh, but I keep still seeing articles asking for more Gilmore Girls, and you guys know how I feel about that. So yeah, we're still talking about that. I've been like, let's do another season of Bunheads, honestly. Like, I'd be into that. I'm, I I, don't want any more Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I want to leave it where it is. That ship has sailed. We're good, guys. Yeah. So Amazon's the one talking about, well, it's never off the table. Well, why don't we like do one more season of Bunheads? Honestly, at this point, the kids would probably be too old. They would look weird. But I think Amazon's saying that it's never off the table that she could go to Netflix to do another series. But Netflix doesn't want it. I just... And everybody, every time those articles come out, I get everybody forwarding them to me. And I'm like... And they think I'm so excited. I'm like, I no, thank you. Although, really, if they did more, by the time it got done, it probably wouldn't go to Netflix either. It would be on whatever... WB's platform is going to be because everyone has to have their own streaming platform now apparently negating the reason that people went to streaming platforms in the first place was that it's cheaper than cable when you have to get 20 of them it's no longer cheaper than cable I'm just going to read so many more books guys because apparently because I'm not paying for them 
I cut the cord a long time ago. I'm not basically going to a like ad like a you know a la carte cable, which is basically what that is. No thanks. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. But Amy Sherman and Palladino does have an overall deal with Amazon, so who knows what else we'll get? Maybe they'll be like, let's do bunheads. Yeah. Or another version of Sutton Foster as a dancer. Like, I want to see where Michelle is now. I don't even yeah. so much care about the girls. I want to see where, where where Michelle Sims is. Yeah, let's do the Michelle Sims show. Yes. That's a lot to say. Oh, I just watched um, all of One Day at a Time over the past week or so. And uh, what's his name? Hubble is in one of the episodes. But he's kind of a dick, so I felt bad. He's Cam forever to me. He still isn't Hubble. Yes, he is Cam forever, but for these purposes. For these people that we're talking to currently, he's Hubble. <laughs> yes. yes, he plays in, if you watch and haven't watched the third season, he plays Schneider's dad. Oh no, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Schneider. And when you see them next to each other, you're like, this, you do kind of look alike, even though I know that you are not related. They both I'm have not- like those kind of like squinty eyes when they smile and when they talk and I saw like three episodes of it. I really liked it and for whatever reason just didn't binge it. I probably will at some point, but I can totally see that. Yep. No, it's really good. And that's one going back to what we were saying earlier about how you guys liked the guy liner look. Uh, Alex, the son in that, as we get into the second season and then the third season, cause he's, at that age where suddenly like a week has gone by and you're like, Oh, you look like an adult. Great. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, God, like 15 years ago, I would have been like really obsessed with this kid because he's like got the coiffed hair. He's very preppy and jockey. And I'm like, yep, you would have been, you would have been my teen obsession. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'll watch it at some point. You should watch it. If you're going to watch it, you should watch it soon because yes, apparently it needs the viewers. apparently trying to decide if they should even renew it for a fourth season. Are Netflix you kidding me? Going, Everybody yeah. I ever talked to is obsessed with that show. Yeah, but yeah. Netflix is the worst. They really are. I know from experience. The oh. worst. <laughs> the worst. All right. Well, I guess yeah. I'll have to push it up the old. Yeah, that's why I bumped it to the top of my list after yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Superstore. I'm actually right now watching Good Girls, which is actually pretty good. Oh, I've um, had that suggested to me. Yeah, times. I, it's one of those. It's stressful though because they're constantly almost getting caught, or they're being stupid, and they're doing something that basically puts them back in the same exact position they were at the beginning. But it's very good. And it's May Whitman, who we love, um, and Retta, and Retta, and Retta, who and I love, Peter Hendrix. Wait, I normally didn't care so much about in Mad Men, but I really like her in this. So I didn't watch Mad Men, but I enjoyed her in her few episodes of Firefly. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's good so far, but it's definitely one that it's like I, before that I was watching uh, Grace and Frankie, which is fun and stuff. And then this one's a little more stressful, even though you get in, go into it thinking it's supposed to be like a fun romp, but it actually gets stressful. So I have to turn it off sometimes. So maybe I'll do. One day at a time after Good Girls, which I don't think I think they're they have like one season, maybe no one season, right? Yeah, the second season. Uh, yeah. Years, like yeah, yeah. So once I get through that, maybe I'll start one one day at a time. <sighs> All right, well, let's take a turn. But <laughs> are we done? 
I think we're done. Yes, yeah. Like real done. Like real done, 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 done. done. Oh, it's been fun, guys. It has it's been. been. It's been three years of drinks and laughs and good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not there very much anymore. But if you want to, you can find us on Twitter at Drunk Ballet or Facebook at Stumbling Ballerinas. You can email us at stumblingballerinas at gmail.com. Uh, and again, maybe, probably not. You can. <laughs> <laughs> We're being honest here. <laughs> you can keep your eye out for a future drink uh, of one of our beloved characters. Maybe we'll do a farewell drink. Oh, that's a good idea. We should do yeah, that. We'll do a farewell drink. All right. So uh, that's it. Thanks for joining us in paradise for a few drinks. The bar is closed. So please stumble out, catch an Uber, and be sure to take some aspirin with a big glass of water before bed. It has been a pleasure drinking with you, and stay tuned for future projects from the 6 a.m. crowd. Let's say it together, guys. Hashtag, Hashtag Sutton Foster, Foster is, is alive. alive.